What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. This is your host, Viola Hug, and today I am joined with someone that I'm really excited to talk to because I feel like these topics are two things I was always obsessed with as a kid. <laughs> but um, Kristen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so honored and I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Today's a full moon too, by the way. We're like chatting on the full moon. So how exciting. It's pretty damn awesome. <laughs> so um, so the two things that I'm really excited that we're going to dive into, and as you know, with this podcast, we may go in other directions, who knows, but money and feng shui. So <laughs> when I was a kid, my mom had like a feng shui book and I literally used to like make meticulously reorganize my room to like fit <laughs> the energies within that, which I know is probably pretty basic in terms of your understanding of it. But um, that's my relationship with it. <laughs> for those of you who are coming across uh, Kristen for the first time, she's a best-selling author, which is always awesome because I too am an author. And so we're author buddies. I'm um, transformational mindset and business coach. She's a speaker and an entrepreneur who helps small business owners, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers release money blocks and effortlessly quantum leap to their next levels, which is really, really, really cool stuff. And also one thing that I thought was cool is that she is certified in business and in feng sh- and as a feng shui consultant, which is also super cool. And she has extensive background in both marketing and Chinese metaphysics. So I feel like you have a lot of cool things on your um, playlist. <laughs> um, but on a kind of more personal perspective, like, where are you from? How'd you get into this? Like, did you stumble into it? Was it like creation? Tell us, tell us all the things. Yes. So I am originally from Southern California in a small town called Roland Heights. So I grew up primarily in a very Asian community and I actually started learning about feng shui from my mom. So growing up, my childhood was very confusing because my mom was super woo woo. And then my dad was very logical, very like, um, you know, by the book. And so it's interesting because I talk about the story a lot. And that is because growing up, I saw my dad like being the breadwinner, right? He would go to work and he would come home and like, he would pay the bills. Um, and my mom was a stay at home mom. And, and so growing up, I, I really just thought that I had to take financial advice from my dad. Um, but after some years and just, you know, in high school and after high school to like in college, I, I came to realize that actually it was my mom that was making the most money. Um, and she oh. was really utilizing a lot of feng shui, a lot of woo woo stuff. Also just like um, using her money wisely by uh, investment properties and investing in general. And so um, all this time, right, growing up, I was like, you know what, like, I have to be like my dad, because he's the one that's bringing home like the money. And like, you know, I really looked up to my dad in that manner. Um, But again, because of our cultural, um, you know, story that like men have to be the breadwinner, you know, I just, you know, as a child, it was just really confusing, because in actuality, it was really my mom that was 
making the most money. So um, essentially I feel like, yeah, that, that story really plays a big role into like why I do what I do today, because I think that um, a lot of people, uh, especially when it comes to feng shui and anything that's woo woo that you can't really like see with your own eyes or like hear, like people kind of write it off. And obviously the people that are listening to this podcast, you know, are, are probably pretty woo woo and, and, and are not those types of people, but I'm saying the story because it took me a while to actually get to where I am today um, because of such a mindset block with my dad. Um, and again, I'm not blaming him, but I had to go through that in order for me to do what I'm doing today. Yeah. Right. And I, I think that's also an important note that you mentioned because um, it's like, yeah, there might be spiritual people and stuff listening to this podcast who are more inclined to think that, but that is a big conditioning in society. And like, I've been in this work and I literally, like, I literally have meetings with my spirit team. Like, I don't, I don't know, like how, like business meetings, I don't know how more woo woo can get than that. But at the same time, I still find myself when I'm like in a moment of like, fear or doubt or whatever it's like the old conditioning comes in and i'm straight away like what can i do what's the like logical solution and that's like the first initial response and i have to be like hold up girlfriend like we need to zen get our energy aligned first like you know and then it's like i have to remind myself even now and so it's like even though we can know this there's still so much conditioning around this in society you know oh yeah a hundred percent and so Another thing that led to me doing what I do today is um, after college, I actually became a Peace Corps volunteer. Um, so I don't know if everyone on this podcast know what a Peace Corps volunteer is, but essentially it's a governmental program where we go to like a developing country and we help people with whatever they need. And I so happen, and this is where I feel like fate kind of inter interjected, right? Yeah. Um, where I was assigned to a group of women entrepreneurs and essentially I was coaching them. I was helping them with their marketing strategy, telling their story. Um, and it was because of me being in Armenia that I became closer to my mom and Skyping a lot. Back then we had Skype, there was no Zoom. Um, but essentially she, I, I reconnected with my roots and I realized how important feng shui is, um, how important my roots are, and really just um, understanding how it all weaves together. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I had not left this country, which is so ironic because growing up, I really hated my culture. I really hated who I was. I was not comfortable in my own skin. And I think a lot of it was because I was like, dang, like being Chinese sucks because I have like a dad that's like super hard on me. He's like super frugal. And it was just confusing as, you know, and I thought my mom was nuts back then. Like yeah. you know, she's so woo-woo. She has like, she's like on top of like this, like the ladder, like trying to hang this curtain in the middle of our living room. And I just thought she was nuts at the time. So, so yeah, full circle. Now, you know, I, I do the same with my clients. I coach them. Um, and I also teach them feng shui and how to, how to utilize feng shui when it comes to um, abundance, right? And wealth and money. Um, because I really think that our financial environment plays such a like a huge role in how we actually show up um, and the vibration that we're actually on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I so agree with that. And I think it's like, this is a really cool perspective for me anyway, because I feel like, um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do feel like when it comes to feng shui, it's kind of like, there's, there's kind of like energetic, like, um, not like rules. I don't want to say rules, but it's like, you know, there's like specific things. And when you know those specific things, then you can like honor those things in your environment. Mm -hmm. Um, and 
that's that's what I think is like uh pretty cool about it because I think sometimes with a lot of other practices where it's really like just dependent on our own um connection with source for example then we can um we can overthink things because it's not just like okay this corner of the house is my wealth corner you know and it, so it's like a kind of a, a nice uh framework for what what we do with our with our environment and with our money so let's dive into this conversation so how do you feel like i know you said that the the environments and stuff like that make it are related but can you go into that a little bit deeper like how is how is our financial um environment and feng shui like how's it interconnected why is it important for people to understand yeah okay so i'll start off by can i I actually have you define feng shui first because there might be some people who are super new to that as well yeah so feng shui basically translates to wind and water now that's not like the best explanation so i'll try to explain it in the most simplest terms yeah Um, it's essentially harnessing the energy in your environment so that it meets your personal goals. So mm-hmm. feng shui is very goal oriented. M- most people think that feng shui is just about rearranging the furniture in your home, but like true authentic feng shui goes deeper than that. It has to do with astrology, it has to do with um, like the, it, the planets, like it's all interconnected. Um, and so, you know, I can go on and on about feng shui, but I really don't want to um, get too complicated with this topic. All you need to know is that feng shui is all about helping you meet your goals um, by strategically, I wouldn't even want to use the word manipulation, but in a sense it is manipulating and harnessing the energy in your environment. Yeah, cool, so cool. (laughs) I I love it. Yeah, I know. I'm like so excited about this because I think it's so cool. Um, I just like, I'm like, honestly, like I'm probably like the most annoying stereotypical person when like, oh, cool, feng shui. Like once I move my lamp into this corner of my house, it's like, that's like what my relationship so far has been. But like, I remember in that book that I had when my mom, that my mom had when I was little is like, I read something about like how in your bedroom, your bed should never be like in between like a, an open door and a window. And so, uh, yeah, yeah okay. I like, I, whenever I like live anywhere, I'm like, my bed cannot be there. <laughs> yeah. I think that there's, so there are a lot of like different rules, um, yeah. just so people know, right. There's different schools of feng shui as well. Cool. Um, and basically it's broken, um, into two tiers. And the one is, um, based off of like land formation. So you're looking at like mother nature and how it relates to your house, right. Yeah. And your living space. And then the other one is more astrology based and that's more short term feng shui. So when I work with my clients, right, um, I first have to understand like what their goals are. So a really good feng shui consultant will always ask you like, what are your goals with feng shui? Like, what are your personal goals? It's not about like, again, because feng shui has become so much westernized, a lot of people think it's just design, right? But again, if you were to really dive into feng shui, it's all about meeting your personal goals or trying to eliminate something it's really goal oriented so yeah once i understand what that goal is with my clients um and then then it's all about like utilizing the right type of feng shui right because then long-term feng shui is more about let's say you want to live in this house forever right like you're going to stay there it's not like a short-term thing it's not like at a like a rental property um whereas short-term feng shui is like if you're staying if you're renting or if you're not planning on staying there for a long time then i wouldn't suggest more long-term feng shui, which is land formation, because of the fact that, you know, you are not going to see those results until a lot later, right? Yeah. 
so, oh, so much sense. Yeah. That's so cool to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I'm really yeah. trying my best to put it as simple as possible. Yeah, no, it makes so much sense because um, like, I think the thing that you said as well, where you're not going to see the results till later, it's like, I think that's also like um, an important thing to understand is yeah. with anything in life is like, also there are short-term and long-term things. I like the way that you explained it as well around like it being really goal orientated, because that also makes a lot of sense because then it's like intentionality, right? Like yeah. on a, another kind of analogy that's coming to mind, it's the same with our business. Like if we know we have a short-term goal in our business, then we like arrange ourselves and we do specific things in order to achieve that short-term goal versus if it's a long-term goal, there's like different things that need to be put yeah. in place and different things that yeah. you need to consider. Um, so um, when it comes to money mindset, like what kind of things do you work with your clients with or what type of things do you feel is important for people to be aware of? Yeah. So two things. Number one is uh, obviously if you have like past limiting beliefs or like trauma, right? Like that we need to clear that first. That's the same with like, even with feng shui, right? Like you can't just like work on a house if it's like super messy, like the decluttering part is always essential. Um, just eliminating things that no longer belong in your life. And then the second one, which I absolutely love is all about embodiment. So I really believe that now we're kind of shifting timelines or we're really going into a place where the healing part is pretty much, not that it's over, but like if you have already lived your healing story, or if you've already, already been healing for such a long time, it's really time to kind of step into the person that you need to be, right? And it yeah. doesn't necessarily need to take that long. I feel like most people are using that excuse. And again, I might trigger some people right now, but so I feel like some people, when they're tied to that story, they're, they're, it's almost as if they're being stuck themselves, like they're sticking themselves to that story so that they don't need to move forward, right? Um, but I feel like with true embodiment and money mindset is, is not only uh, eliminating those false beliefs and those limiting beliefs, which I talk about in my book and I call it, um, um, oh my gosh, your night walker belief or your night team belief. Sorry. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So in my book, I reference, I call it the night team belief. And basically it's like, like the white walkers, right? Like you can yeah. kill them like one by one, or you can nip it in the buck, but, but, and like, uh, kill the night king and then like everything kind of like dissolves. So it's the same thing with your limiting belief. There's one core limiting belief that is really holding you back. And yeah. it's so deep in there that you probably don't even know that it's there. So mm -hmm. it's really about like uncovering that one. And then it's then once you eliminate that, there's no reason to hang on to that story, right? Like that story is done. It's time for embodiment. And now like with the world, that the way that the world is going, I think that people can step into embodiment a lot faster, right? Mm -hmm. It's even yeah. a snap of a finger. Honestly, so. like I say this I've been saying this a lot this year. Like, I feel like the timeline's speeding up. Like I am seeing so many things happen so much quicker for people, like people who start businesses and figure it out so fast. People mm -hmm. are like thinking about something and then it manifests. Like things are just happening so fast right now. And obviously that's still, it's not happening coincidentally. It's happening for people who are intentional about it. But um, yeah. I totally do agree with that. It's like, there comes a time when you have to step into the embodiment and it's like, why wouldn't you? Because that's where the results happen. <laughs> oh yeah. And I think that a lot of people uh, refuse to do that because they're hanging on, they're somehow benefiting from their, their yeah. previous story, right? Something about that is super comfortable for them because if it wasn't, they would not, they would, they would, you know, already be an embodiment. Does it make sense? Yeah. So in a way, I think that people need to realize that.
that the one thing stopping them is always themselves, right? And it's a matter of just um, accepting that and mm. that they're ready, like that they can handle it, the next mm. version of themselves. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Those are, and I think that's also such a simple perspective to look at. Not that it's simple, because uncovering rooted limiting beliefs that deep <laughs> is not a simple story. And also embodiment isn't necessarily simple, but it is like, it is when you're committed to it and you're really being honest with yourself. Like, tell me if you found this as well, but I find like one of the biggest things is like complete and utter honesty with yourself to the point where yeah. it even feels like uncomfortable. Like you're punching yourself in the gut. You're like, Oh, this is horrible. I don't even want to admit this. <laughs> um, like, but that level of honesty is necessary in order to grow because when we're lying to ourselves or we're trying to make ourselves feel better about something, we're not, we're not allowing the truth to come through us and heal or to be able to transcend that. Oh yeah. hundred percent all the time. I feel like I'm, I'm for sure, like always like looking at myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, is this who I really am? <laughs> like Kristen, come on, get it together. Right. Um, and it's like, when I finally accept that and just feel the feelings of like this, in a sense, it's embarrassment, right? There's times where I'm like looking at my own story, I'm like, I'm embarrassed because I'm taking so long to like, you know, get over that one thing. And again, I'm not discounting trauma or like deep-seated stuff. I'm talking about even like small things where I'm just like, why? Like, come on, Kristen, like, it's time, right? Like, yeah. It's time to, to move forward. Yeah. Oh, I have so many of those stories. And like, um, and I, I feel like with growth, it's an ever evolving thing. And there shouldn't be any sort of embarrassment or feelings like that towards it. Because the fact that you're even brave enough to uncover and work on those things yeah. is like amazing. Yeah. But it is still funny, because we hold <laughs> such like, like, meaning of what it means about who we truly are when yeah. really it means we're fucking awesome but whatever like you know and I have so many of those stories where I look back and I'm like why am I holding on to that like one of the ones that I recently was doing healing around was like when I was a kid and like people like didn't want to play with me and I'm like when nobody likes me <laughs> you know and I'm like realize I'm like holding on to this in my life still today like and I'm like seriously like it's time to get over that. Like I literally have a husband who's obsessed with me. I have like incredible friends, incredible clients. Like I should probably let that go. <laughs> exactly. I feel like as human beings, we're so used to like looking at the negative, like, you know, there's like all these good things. And then there's like that one like hater comment or that one negative thing. And we're just like so honed in on that one thing. Mm -hmm. um so I definitely agree like I'm the same way and I yeah. love that you mentioned that because um lately I've been practicing more humor and play like mm -hmm. in my business as well as with my clients and just really embodying that because you know for me like I love humor and I, I watch a lot of stand-up comedy and that's just like my thing and I used to have this belief right that come that like okay you can't like you have to be super serious in business right like or you have to like you know, paradigm business. <laughs> exactly. And the moment I like let that belief go, I realized that I'm always attracting the people that are into my, like that are me, like me, right? Like authentically who I am. And it's, and the people that don't vibe with me are going to fall away and that's totally fine. Um, and so actually it's so much better that way because then I don't have to hide anything about myself and I can really just be who I am without worry. Yeah. Preach. Yeah. That's what I think as well Is like, that's how I, I started to like come to that realization. It was like, I was like scared to let particular parts out about myself. And yeah. then when I let them out, then it was just like, suddenly people 
that liked me liked me so much more and the people that didn't like me anyway just stopped interacting with my stuff and I was like this is amazing (laughs) who knew (laughs) exactly 100% so I'm all for it authenticity oh my gosh amazing so um I'm not sure like I mean you're the expert on the topics of how money and feng shui and everything are tied together do you feel like there's anything else that would be super powerful for the audience to learn or hear that they'd be interested in maybe some like at-home tips or work they could do on themselves like is there anything that comes to mind that you would want to share yeah so I go more in depth with feng shui in my actual program but just you know for this the podcast Um, I actually have a lot of tips on my Instagram in terms of like the direction of where to put things. So for me personally, like I know that uh, most people understand feng shui with the bagua, right? Like the the sectors of your home. However, the the feng shui that I teach is flying stars and that is based off of the year, right? So 2020, there's different numbers um, that circulate in your house. Um, It's called flying stars. And so every number has a vibration. And so it's vibrating at a certain frequency in your particular sector of your specific house. And so what I do is that I actually calculate that. And now I teach that in my programs, but essentially for instance, like your birthday and your house direction, all of that matters, right? Like you can be thriving in one, in one house. And then you can also be like not thriving in another house. Like most people don't realize that, but it's the energy of the house and whether it matches you um, to see if it's a good house for you, essentially. So my basic tips for anybody, if you're just new to feng shui, are just three simple things. The first one is um, wherever you are working, right? I, I think most people listening are work, like working from home or maybe like at, uh, I don't know who's at an office right now, but, um, <laughs> but everyone's probably working at home, right? So my biggest suggestion is always having your back to the wall. So being in command position. So you're in command position right now. Um, But essentially the reason why is because chi or energy is always flowing from the door, like from the outside in, right? So even though we're made out of energy, like natural chi comes from the outside in, it comes from mother nature. And so when you are sitting, like let's say facing the the wall, like what most people do, is that you are actually blocking yourself from like seeing opportunities come into your door or even seeing bad energy come through your door, right? Mm -hmm. So I always suggest uh, people to be in the position that you're in right now, which is called command position and just basically facing the door where you can see the door. Um, So that's the first tip. And then the second tip I have is to have a water fountain um, in your house. So again, in my program, I go specifically into like where to put the fountain based off of your birthday. But um, a water fountain essentially invites more uh, money, right? Because uh, money is basically like water. Money and water is literally like the two things that in the t- entire world, it's everywhere, right? It's circulating. Um, and money and water is similar in the sense that water flows just like cash flows. And then same with the fact that if you like hold water too tightly, it goes away. It's very related. And so Chinese people or like people in feng shui, like we always talk about how Um, to have a water fountain because you're essentially cultivating that type of energy in your space. I'm Um, going to buy a water fountain after this. (laughs) I'm just saying, (laughs) give me a big one. (laughs) Yeah. And and I advise people to get a a water fountain. Yeah. Okay. So yes, the bigger, the better. So (laughs) that part is true. Okay. No, it is true actually. So my fiance and I just bought a house. And so we strategically bought this house because it had, um, a big pool um, in the, our backyard and the direction of it would be good for the next 20 years. And 
a water fountain is good when it's not abrasive, right? Like it's very calm because you don't want the money coming in like super fast either or super with like bad energy. So even with the fountain, like how it's flowing makes like it matters if that makes sense. Um, so, and then obviously the third tip, and again, these are just basic tips, right? Um, is to, to clean your house, to cleanse it. Um, always declutter and like the things that no longer resonate with the person that you're trying to become. I always tell to like throw it away or to ask my clients to throw it away because like, why are you keeping an, like an energy that is not you anymore or the person that you're trying to become? Right. And when people say like, oh, like things are just things, like how does that have to do with energy? I'm like, look, like when you break up with a, an ex-lover or like an ex-boyfriend, like, do you keep their things or do you like throw it out? Right. So why do you do that? It's because there is an energetic charge. So throw it away. Right. So just anything, like even with clothes that you no longer resonate with, it holds that vibration. If that makes sense. Oh my God. It makes so much sense. I, and that like makes so much sense from like, not even like, well, from my perspective, I talk about that all the time as well, because that's higher self embodiment, right? Like you step into the energy of who you're desiring to be. And that does literally come down to those little details. Like I'm in the process right now of cleansing my closet of all the clothes that like do not resonate with the new version of me. And I'm like buying all new things because I feel the exact same way. Like when I look at those clothes, they represent like the time in my life that I bought that, which I'm like, I don't, that's, I'm trying to like be at the next level now. Yeah. (laughs) Even though that's such a, like a small thing that means so much. And I felt like we had such a good clean start when we first moved to Canada because we literally owned two carry-on bags worth of stuff. (laughs) So we're like in this ginormous house with two little carry-on bags. We're like, cool. Like, well, decluttering, check. (laughs) (laughs) Then it was about bringing more life into the house. (laughs) Oh, I love those tips. Those are great. And I know that they're so freaking basic, but they're a really great place to start. And um, it's really cool to know that you have like a program and different work and Instagram tips and everything that people can dive into. So where can people connect with you? What are the best places for them to learn more and even just to like hang out with you online? Yeah. So the very first thing I would say, if you want to learn more is to, to grab my book, I have a link to it. Um, but essentially that is the opening. Like I talk about feng shui in here. I talk about money mindset and I also talk about your money mission and we didn't get to talk about it this time, but I also am a huge proponent on human design. And and even in Chinese metaphysics, we have something similar to that. Um, and so (laughs) because human design actually incorporates like so many, like, cause the I Ching is like a huge, like foundational part of design. Yeah. So it's correlated. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so again, like I, I talk about, again, like the book is still a very foundational piece. Like it's what in was my it called again? Oh, it's called, um, stop chasing, start attracting. Yeah. I love the cover. It's so nice. Thank you. So definitely do that. Uh, find me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram stories. Like I hang out there basically. So if you ever want to see what I'm doing, like real life, that's what I'm doing. And then I'm also on YouTube. Um, and then finally, also, if you really want to get a sense of how to use um, energy in that big way, I do offer like a free uh, masterclass. Um, so I'll give you, I don't think I gave it to you actually, so I'll give that to you as well. So that was a lot, but hopefully you'll find me on one of those platforms and we'll connect there. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I always feel like um, as long as the, the links are in the show notes, you'll be fine because people can just click away. <laughs> but um, I'm definitely going to be following you on Instagram if I'm not already, I think. I don't know. I'm going to be looking right after this, but that this has been so fun and so awesome. And, um, 
I've really, really appreciated this conversation and just your energy and all the wisdom that you shared with us. And to those of you listening, I hope you got just as much value from it as well, which I'm sure that you did. Please reach out to Kristen, reach out to me, let us know what you loved about the episode and we'll catch you all on the next episode. And thank you so much for joining me today, Kristen. Thank you. So exciting. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.